you hear me? Yeah. Hi, Mackie. What are you wearing? <laughs> Let's reclaim the word basic. Let's do it. We're finally doing it. We're like after, actually doing this. After how many years? It's like our three-year friend anniversary. so. Yeah. Cheers to that. Let's start a pod. <laughs> There's two Water. types of people. There's like the fucking canteen girls. <laughs> <laughs> There's the Cheers with my water, cucumber water. Um, I need a cool. straw. Everything well, tastes better with a straw. Yeah, no, I don't want a straw. Like apparently, that's like um, lip wrinkles. We'll get into that another time. Anyways, hi guys, welcome to Authentically Basic. <laughs> I'm Jesse. I'm Mackie, and I am so excited that we're finally putting the mic pedal to the metal, putting the mic to the mouth, and we are doing this thing. Ooh, mic to mic to the mouth. That's Is a little that kind of dirty. Um, I didn't didn't think it was until you said that, uh, but yeah, I'm really excited to hop on this podcasting endeavor with you. Mackie and I have had so many aha moments together. Most recently and notably was our hot girl walk where we were like, we are just genuinely like authentically basic and in a good way though like I think basic has gotten this bad rap or reputation where people are like oh it's so basic or yeah she's a basic girl but our kind of basic like it comes from a good place and we're having lots of 20 something year old thoughts about life and we share them with each other and then I feel good after talking with you and I'm like god I wish that was on a podcast because you're hitting at something that I think every 20 and 30 something year old woman should know and should hear. So I totally agree. I totally agree. I feel like every time we got together, I'd leave with like this, like just like burst of energy. And like, that's the best when you know, peaceful. And it's when you know that a friend is filling your cup and you feel recharged after you meet with someone like that's when you know that you have something good there. And I think both of us wanted to, to be hosts and we want to be on camera and we want to like build these brands for ourselves. And so this is just the start. Um, this is yeah, our little is. beta test. We're in our like beta period. Of beta just, basic. <laughs> beta basic um, of just really throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks and what works and what we like and what we don't like. So we're so happy you're here. Um, it's going to get weird. It's going to get wild, but it's going to be really fun. It's going to get um, honest. <laughs> it's going to get really real. It's going to be good. We're both so different. And I think that's what's going to make this podcast really fun and really interesting to listen to just hearing these very different opinions and different girls from different backgrounds. And I think the central thing will be growing up in your twenties in LA and working in entertainment yes. and navigating all the ups and downs of what comes the with anxieties. That, yeah. <laughs> lots of anxiety, too much anxiety. Um, but I, I tone that down. I really love the term authentically basic because I think for me personally, growing up in Los Angeles, my whole life working in entertainment, I used to think that being like LA basic was like such a bad thing. Like I used to be like, I hate that I like have LA tattooed on my body and like love avocado toast and like talk with a Valley girl accent sometimes. And I think in the past year or so, I've just really kind of started to embrace that and be like, no, that's what makes me me. And that's fucking cool and one you don't talk in a valley girl accent so that's fine and dandy but two (laughs) like what is wrong with an avocado toast in los angeles la has it together so progressive yeah what i'm trying to say is like i'm trying to reframe the word basic to be something beautiful and good and yeah and just having sharing the thoughts that go through my mind as a basic something basic 20 something year old 
We're I'm 27. I don't need to hide my age, but. Oh my God. Are you lying about your age on the first pod? No, not lying. Oh, now we're, now we're speaking in an accent. We're okay. doing an accent. <laughs> we need to wrap it up. I could talk forever. Oh, it's kind of me a too, which we will. Let's get into the podcast. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> um, what are your thoughts on making friends on the internet? I think that it's a, you should be like cautious. First of all, yes. first and foremost, yes. there's a lot of bots out there. There's a lot of creepy men sliding in the DMs saying that they want to be your sugar daddy. Not like that. That is not what we're talking about. Um, I think that in order to find your group or find a community or find your tribe, I think social media is a great platform for that. But you have to do it strategically and with intention. Yeah. You know what I mean by that? I do. I do. And I am the older I get, the more I realize it is a good place to make friends. And I remember growing up thinking like, "Mm, I don't know, social media is kind of a double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. I think that like genuine, authentic connection comes from in-person relationships. And to think that you can like build a friendship online, I'm not sure how I felt about that five years ago. But I think the key that I want to drive home with this episode and this conversation is just that like you can establish a connection online but it is what happens in person that's going to build a build something real and and beautiful but yeah do reach out to the people you see online that have a similar personality and let social media be that connecting factor but then meet up with them in person if you can and that's how you're going to get like the good um, deep, meaningful friendship out of things. So now, yeah, now my perception has switched a little bit to like, you can make friends online and you should make friends online. When do be careful though. <laughs> be careful. When did you have kind of this change of thought or change of mindset about this? Um, after meeting me, after meeting you, of course, <laughs> uh, honestly, probably, probably because you know, what's okay. I'm going to say this I'm going to be careful with how I say this. I remember interviewing someone once and they had said, this was before my opinion and perspective had changed. And I was chatting with them and I asked them, I'll have to figure out the exact question. I'm sure I have a recording of it, but I asked them something about like, what do you advise people to do when they're feeling lonely and um, how can they make friends? And she said, you have social media and the internet. You can connect with anyone in the world now. They don't even need to be in your neighborhood. Um, Use that to your advantage. Make, find the friends and the people that are like-minded and establish a connection with them. And that's how you can build your own community, find your tribe. And I think that was probably the first aha moment of, oh yeah. Okay. So yes, social media can be this double-edged sword where a lot of things are a little bit more like surface level, a little bit more like highlight reel, but yeah. also it can be a place that can connect people. And then the deeper friendships can come out of that once you've kind of found people that share similar interests. Definitely. So I'm glad she said that and changed my opinion of social media and how you can use it for the better. Yeah. I mean, I Have, think there's a difference between seeing someone that's like gallivanting through Europe and like living this like insane influencer life and just being like, OMG love or like OMG jealous. Like that, you're not going to establish a friendship through that. Like that kind of stuff 
is not what you're going to bond over. But it's yeah, things like I look at like Tanya Rad, who has like modern woman energy um, and she's built a community out of that. And I'm sure that there's people that follow her that are now friends. You know, it's it's kind of finding like those deeper connections and those values through all the noise that is social media. I know what you're saying. And I I do think there's still a little bit of a difference between like those people that are inspirational and that you feel a connection to, but you don't know them intimately. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where it can get tricky with like finding friends on social media. And I'm like using air quotes because I think you can find people to relate to, but then it's on you to ask those better questions, make time for the person, like actually, and I want to get into that too, kind of the persistence of it all. It's like, cool. Now you're in each other's DMS and you're laughing and reacting. And like, obviously there's some fun banter and you like the content that they're putting out on social media. You probably will get along now make the next step and try to establish a real connection where that takes time. Um, and energy, but meet up with them in person and, you know, over, I don't know, a year or two, all of a sudden you're like, wait, that's my gal. That's one of my best friends. Yeah. I actually, I I think, I think this is a great place to just tell our origin story of how we got Honestly, I don't even remember. I have not looked through the DMs. I did. I have the, I have the receipts. I scrolled up for for how we met, right? How, okay, great. Um, who do you think slid into the other person's DM first, think, you or I? I think you did. I think you did. But I re- first, I feel like the audience should know that like we both, it was COVID and we yes. both attended like this women in entertainment journalism seminar. Virtual panel. Virtual panel. The world had just shut down. Um, I, that was probably... In early March, it was early. It was early, yeah. early or late March because I think March thirteenth. I remember it was a Friday the thirteenth, and everyone was like, "You're gonna go work from home for two weeks," and I'm like, "Okay, whatever." See you oh, that's when the weeks. world shut down. Yeah, I thought you knew yeah. the day of like this seminar. I was like, "Jesus!" No, 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 no. <laughs> but it, it had followed shortly after that. But yeah, I guess for some context, that is true. And we were both, and still are, pursuing entertainment hosting and um, journalism and reporting in that realm we're producing yeah um so we had attended this seminar and we're listening to some of our idols and mentors so that was the community like we met in a community yes did you follow me on instagram or did i follow you i know someone had um made like a google spreadsheet about like hey everyone who's participating in this like drop your social handles and here's a remember that and i remember obviously filling that out and then all I remember is I saw someone with the same middle name as me. Like, yeah, like, I like forgot Ray, about that. Jesse Ray. Wow. Wait, you never answered the question. I don't know who's, I, I feel like you did. Mm-hmm. What's the actual answer? I feel like maybe you reached out because you're really good about reaching out to people. I know. I was going to say, I originally well, think it was me. So no, I think that you might've followed me first. And then I was like, who's this? sweet gal. Um, I replied to your story, May 1st, 2020. (laughs) That's how it started. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the story was because it doesn't 
share it on my Instagram archive because it was your story. But I said, nothing has ever been more true. (laughs) And then you said super random, but we have mutual friends on Instagram. I was working with some of the people that you had worked and interned with. Mm -hmm. Um, And I said, yeah. Oh, wait, here we go. Maybe this answers my question. I said, yeah, I think I followed you after Zuri's Zoom chat last weekend, Zuri Hall. Shout out Zuri Hall. What an icon. Um, From that Google spreadsheet someone created. And then we kind of put our mutual friends together. We figured out how we had mutual friends. Um, And then then we FaceTimed. We did. Exactly. Exactly. I said, I wish we weren't all quarantined. because you seem like a super personable, friendly gal, would love to grab a coffee and chat about the industry. I said, I wish we could grab a coffee. Because again, mm. this was May. So maybe we're st- we were still kind of like, what's going on? Well, what yeah, I was living COVID? at home at the time. I was not risking anything. You said, I'm happy to jump on a FaceTime next week or something. And then we did. And then we were like, we're that. two crazy, unhinged, wild women. <laughs> we're bound to be friends. Okay, wait, I have a question for you then. Yeah. Who made the first move then? I, I think it was me. I think, I feel like maybe I followed you first from that maybe. Google spreadsheet. And then I'd said something like, damn, I wish we could grab coffee and, you know, then chat about the, the industry. That was like, you took girl, I'm not letting COVID hold us back. Yes. Yeah. I'm not letting a virus take, take away our networking in 2020. <laughs> and then eventually we met up in person. Yeah. For a spicy margarita. Probably something very like on brand, very on brand. <laughs> um, okay. But that also, okay, I want to, I want to pivot that into the part that I think is super important about making friends on the internet is establishing a connection. You know, you have a banter, you like their content, etc. but then taking that next step of either virtually chatting with them and or meeting up with them in person. And that's hard in your 20s, I guess, even really anything with adult life. Like it's hard to make time for people, but it is crucial. You have to, you have have to to be persistent. You have to. And that goes with anything that goes with, I mean, we both work in entertainment. That is more than half the job. As a freelancer, that is your entire job is meeting people and forming those connections because you're never going to get a job from a job board or a job posting. You're going to get a job through your text messages on who you know. So I think that was kind of in my blood. And I think that comes naturally for me, especially with friendships. Um, I'm someone that has a lot of friends and like, oh, often feels overwhelmed because I can't maintain those relationships in the way that I want to like water all of them the same so that they can all yeah. grow. But um, yeah, I think the same is true for virtual friendships. You have to follow up. You have to be consistent. You have to care. You have to care. You have to ask them questions that you have to ask them questions, period. Uh, but you also, <laughs> you have to ask meaningful questions yeah. and like get to know the person more so than the person you see online. Yeah. And I think that's another tip or something that I've observed in myself is like, I know your social presence because I love it. And I eat that up. And that's, I think why we gravitated towards each other. But then when we do meet up in person and we grab a margarita or whatever, it might be a coffee, um, there are deeper questions as well. And it's like, so who is Mackie Ray and what's your family like life? And what's the hardest thing you've ever been through? How are you feeling right now? Like, 
those kind of questions. Yeah. I mean, um, those, those are the things that will really build connection. And I have a few of them for you later. Another thing on the persistence and having meaningful conversations as well. I don't want to harp necessarily on like everything has to be deep and you have to establish a greater meaning because I don't think everything should be deep. It's not that serious, but I do think asking some good questions to those people and getting to know them is key and important to growing something from social media to a real life, genuine friendship. And I also think about how easy it is as a kid because mm-hmm. in your 20s, you, you, you've got a lot to do. But as a kid, you're going to school and you're seeing these people every day. And because you're having little sidebar conversations in the halls um, or hanging out on the weekends, like it allows you to get to know that person because you're around them all the time. And I think about how one of my very best friends of all of my very best friends, actually, are childhood friends. We don't live in the same city anymore. And I've thought this a few times, like, gosh, I wish I had a Sammy Mathers, an Annalise Hodges, a JC Shinoni in Hello. LA. I know. <laughs> Shout out. Bing, bing, bing. Because um, they're amazing. And I just feel so connected to them. They know me. They know everything. I've thought that, like, mm, how can I make that here in LA? Why can't I find people like them here in LA? And I think for me, I've switched to this perspective of, oh yeah, you can find people that you have a genuine connection with and have those really important, really wonderful friendships in the community around you in the city that you live in, but it takes time. All good things take time. And why I feel so connected to Sammy, Annalise and JC is because we went to school together and we rode the highs and the lows. And that's not something that you force necessarily. Mm. That's just making time for them and doing life with them. And you grow closer to that person. Well, and there's something to be said about growing with people rather than, you know, just having a friend because your moms are friends in fifth grade. You know what I mean? Like those, those relationships don't necessarily last. You have to be able to grow as a person individually, but then also together. And I think that's really what creates those most like cherished friendships because I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. We hit, we hit the persistence. That's key for sure. Can I put you on the spot a little bit? Of course. Okay. Here's my question. You see a girl that you like on Instagram or you like her content or she's doing cool things. How do you slide in? Hmm. I think it depends. Okay. I, it depends on her humor. If she's a funny gal, if I can be sarcastic and like have a a banter or make a joke, that's my way in. And I think those are the people that I end up gravitating towards most as someone who's got like some wit to them. Um, But if it's more of a mentor that I'm trying to message and, you know, be friends with, but also to like learn from them. Um, it would, I would be a little bit more professional and I would probably say like, I really like this. I would probably call to like a call back to a specific moment. Um, and I've done this before in the past too, where I've Instagram messaged people and just said, you know, something along the lines of like this post that you did really spoke to me. I'm a fan of your career and, you know, adjective, 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 and and genuinely taking time to like think about yeah. how I feel about this person, because I think that they're going to pick up 
to any BS. So if you're just like, wow, you, you know, like I would love to grab a coffee with you. You seem amazing and, um, have a big heart, you know, kind of some of those, like, I don't know, just like words that people throw around a lot. Yeah. I think if you can, one, I think that that person, um, might be able to pick up to that, that like, oh, this is a sweet gal. And I, hopefully they would say, yeah, let's still get together, but they might be able to pick up to the in authenticity, if that's a word. Um, yeah. So to answer your question, I'm so rambling right now, but to answer your question, I think it would take a, it would take an approach of like something that's very specific. And I would, I would make it meaningful and say like, this is why I'm a fan of yours or yeah, this is why I'm a fan of yours. This is how you make me feel. This is how you've inspired me. Thank you. If you would ever want to get together for a coffee, I would absolutely love that. Like no expectation to them seeing the message or replying to it, just like putting it out into the universe. Yes. Yeah. And then there's also been times too, where I've been like, not necessarily looking to have this person as my mentor, but I just genuinely am like, gosh, this gal's hysterical. We like similar things. So it could be as simple as like, hi, you know, to state the obvious, I think we would get along pretty well. (laughs) Would you want to like hang out and grab a coffee? I'm looking for friends in LA. Like just totally. Yeah. Stating the obvious. How would you do it? If couples can do it in the DMs, friendships can form in the DMs. Friendships I would think are easier than hopefully. I don't know. know. You post in short. What's that say about my relationship? (laughs) You post in them gym selfies. Um, No, like I looked up how many famous couples who actually met in the DMs newest probably kelsey ballerini and chase stokes mm-hmm. she, just slid in. she messaged him yeah hi Modern chase woman. stokes um vanessa hudgens who's now engaged to cole tucker actually i listened to a really interesting podcast she was on jay shetty's podcast talking about how she manifested shout him. out shout, shout out jay, jay shetty, shetty. <laughs> um our hero our god manifested him and then like they just like clicked in the dms and now they're engaged and i want nothing but the best for her because she dated Zac Efron, who was quite literally the love of my life. We'll make it happen one day. He's still single. There's still hope. Yeah, I, the common thread between these people that you're listing, uh, Kelsey and Vanessa, they know what they want and Mm -hmm. they're not afraid to ask for it. And I think that is a great moral of life too you know here it is applying to the dms but like in life like if you know what you want don't be afraid to go for it i have this saying that i've been saying for probably all of 2023 and it is good things come to those who wait but better things come to those who ask oh shit can i cuss on here oh my god yeah (laughs) am i gonna have to bleep all of this oh my god jesse you're gonna see throughout this i am so not (laughs) pg or like pc (laughs) or any of the peas. Um, But yeah, I I think that's just a good mantra to live by. Like, I'm so impatient. And I think some things are good, like worth waiting for. But no, like, if you you have the opportunity to ask, why don't you? Mm -hmm. Um, I like the saying that it's like, I can control what I can control. Mm -hmm. The rest I'm going to let flow. I need to, I'm probably butchering that one. (laughs) And I don't know if that's like, that's not verbatim, but that's what it means. It's like, shoot your shot, do what you can do, do it, 
do what you can control, but you can't control everything. Life is going to do its crazy things outside of your control. Mm -hmm. Let that flow. Yeah. But to your point, you can control parts of it. So do it. If you like the person slide into their DMS, if you think that gal is hysterical and you want to hang out with her, why not go? Hey, want to grab a coffee? Want to play some beach volleyball? (laughs) I love LA. Is that, is that your, is that your thing? (laughs) Yeah, except I like only play once a year. You know what? You're tall though. So like, you're probably a lot better. I just get hit in the face or like hit in the arm. I'm not a sporty chick at all. You are a sporty (laughs) chick. No, I like to watch sports. I cannot play sports for the life of me. (laughs) Did soccer one year. Our team went to like Bakersfield. We were like in the playoffs and I cried when we lost. I was so happy. It was like tears of happiness that I didn't have to do anymore. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, like you're going to host dodger stadium event so that's what i mean by like One sporty day. chick she's sporty adjacent she's, so, she's authentically so basic and sporty adjacent um i actually have another really great tip that you just reminded me of about making friends and being comfortable making friends and so when i was in college i had this professor and it was a screen acting class and he kind of had this take on like sure what your work is your work but your audition starts the second you walk in the door and like, not that you have to be on, but you need to be, you have to have presence. You have to have like authenticity and you have to be on it. And Mm. so he had this kind of, it was almost like, what's the word that I'm looking for? An activity, a lesson, an assignment. And he called it 20 year friend. And it was basically the principle of going up to a stranger on the street and acting as if you've known them for 20 years. And it just gets you in this mindset and like you become more comfortable talking to strangers and just having more meaningful connections. If you talk to someone that you've known them for 20 years. And so obviously a college campus is a great way to practice that because everyone's probably around your age and they're all heading to the same places that you are. And there's a lot that you probably have in common. So just getting comfortable, like standing at a stoplight, you know, everyone's all like plugged in, looking at their phones, doing everything, but like not doing that and looking at someone and like commenting, like, Oh my God, I love your bracelet. Or just starting a conversation about anything and talking to them as if you've known them for 20 years. I used to do it in the dining halls. I used to go up to people and like try to sit with them. And I'm not kidding. It made me so much more confident just in my people skills, but also just what do you have to lose? Yeah. People are so scared to go up. We're also disconnected these days. I know I wish. people are just on their phones in coffee shops too. And, and again, I don't mean to sound like I'm ragging on that, like whatever, but we're guilty put your of it phone too. Down. Yeah. Like look up and smile at strangers. The world will change if you smile at strangers. Yeah. I mean, have you ever done 20 year friend? Would you try 20 year friend? I will see that's, I had a little question for you is what yeah. does that look like for someone haven't, I've never heard of that. That's, okay. I love the theory and the, and the method. I am going to a coffee shop and why is like coffee shop my go-to? I'm she loves running matcha. my errands. Yeah, I know. I'm running my errands and um, I'm trying to, you know, make a friend. Not, no, I'm not even trying to, but to your point of like, when I see people, how can I get myself in that headspace of that's a 20 year friend or, you know, striking up a conversation with a, with a stranger, or are you saying that you do this in preparation for a, a set meetup? 
No, I think it's just like a practice to get into. And I think it'll build confidence and create deeper connections because yeah. if you're just practicing. There's no stakes. They're a stranger. You're probably not even going to yeah. exchange information after. But if you can get comfortable starting a conversation and acting, it's not even acting, but like really trying to embody a friendship for 20 years when you talk to this person, it's active listening. It's paying attention to detail. Okay. It's, this is what I needed. It's just... It's getting in that mindset that I think a lot of us have lost because of these brilliant. I know. And so I, I, I just encourage everyone, if you're listening to try it once this week, I guarantee you someone you're all in a situation where you're waiting outside at a bar or in a coffee shop or you're walking to Target or there's just so many instances that go un, unseen where you can just get better at becoming more confident yes. and establishing better connections. I agree. I'm excited to try that. That's a good tangible uh, piece of, yeah, no, I like it. That's, that's lovely. And I hopefully can have done a good job of doing that without even realizing it, but yeah, engaging, put like active listening, putting your phone in your bag and running your errands, going about life with your head up, smiling at strangers. Yeah. I think I think inviting them in something that will bleed into every element of your life and just make you more self-aware, more confident, more. Yeah. I, I don't know. I need, I need to get back on this grind because I am all for this activity again, especially after COVID. I feel like it's even this was, I was doing this back in 2019 before the world went into lockdown. And I just feel like after it's just been the twilight zone a little bit when you go out, like no one, no one looks at each other. Yeah. Did you they, did you see that there's this company that's like doing like these rings to show that you're single now? It's so black mirror. I just insane. rolled my eyes hard. <laughs> I had a friend send it to me and she's like, I don't need cool, people to see that I am single. Are you kidding me? The whole point of a wedding ring is to be like, I'm off the market. So anyone not wearing a wedding ring is practically wearing this green ring. Oh my God. It gets me so fired up. It's I like literally... me when you see a cute guy and I'm like casually trying to look at their hand to see if they have a ring on that finger and they have one. I'm doing it right now. Um, <laughs> they have one, a ring on the middle finger, but not the ring finger. And I'm like, I have to like slyly kind of look but I'm not trying to make it like it's just like a little you know like I can't actually stare at this man's hand so it's confusing when there's a ring on the hand and it's next to the ring finger and I'm just like okay like what like now I need to like look again and then oh let's look over here while I quickly glance at his hand for the fourth time to double check if the ring is on the ring finger or his middle finger and how does that work out for you do you slide in after well I'm still single so (laughs) so Mackie I'm wondering yeah. Lighthearted question here. Who's the coolest person you've ever DM'd? <laughs> okay. The only thing that comes to mind is Christian Yelich, who was a baseball player. He was on the Milwaukee Brewers. He grew up in my hometown. Sports adjacent. Sports I told adjacent. you. I told you. Grew up in my hometown and he posted a photo at like my neighborhood wine bar. And my mom sent it to me. And she was like, you have to slide in. I love your mom. We're going to have her on the pod. I was like, mom, it's so embarrassing. And she's like, he's at Stonehouse. You have to slide in. And so I wonder if I can pull it up right now. While Mackie pulls up the convo, I'm going to just preach about Miss Kravitz really quickly and let the world know that this is a bold 
woman. Oh my God, I did it. This... October 17th, 2019. Do you feel comfortable reading it? Yeah. We also have seven minutes <laughs> I said, hey, I saw you were at one of my favorite places, Stonehouse, yesterday. If you ever need another hand walking Cooper or another... Oh, he had a dog, Cooper. Okay. <laughs> need another hand walking Cooper or taking a photo of you walking Cooper. I'd love to help. Parentheses. That's Parentheses. what this was. <laughs> For anyone listening. He did not respond. But you know what? My hopes stay high. My hopes stay high. I like it. I like it. Shoot I the think shot. That the coolest person I've ever jammed. How about you? I'm really thinking about this one. Um, I would say, and I love the woman, Danielle Robay. I, yeah, she's amazing. She is a entertainment host and interviewer and that gal, Danielle Robey for president. Let me just tell you that she got back to me too. And now we're friends and it's just like a cool full circle. She's just wonderful. Anyway, I'll, yeah, yeah. She's amazing. And I was so touched that she was reading her request DMs, but you know. Okay. I have a question for you. This is a little bit deeper. Oh my God. Did I lose it? No, it's right here. What's up? I was going to say, actually, I did DM Chad Michael Murray once (gasps) to ask him if he could confirm that a photo I had saw of him in high school playing football was actually him, but he did not respond. So I used it in a video and I just wanted to, you know, no fake news. You might get left on red. No, didn't even read it. It's buried in the request DMs. (laughs) But okay, your turn for a question. I just, I saw this question and I really, really like it. So the question is, when was the last time you felt lucky to be you? Oh, this is so silly. Not silly. This is so basic, but here we are being authentically basic. Last night, on God, it was last night. I have been really, I've been practicing a very like positive mindset, high energy, just like gratitude meditation um, for the past few weeks. And it has changed the way I see things, changed the way I view life. And I felt really excited, lucky, and grateful to be launching this podcast with you. So that, yeah, again, my thoughts last night, thinking about how excited I was. What about you? So cute. Last time I felt lucky to be me. I think on Monday, last Monday, um, I actually, I met up with one of my mom's friends, like a networking kind of dinner. And she was just talking about my mom in such a way as like a badass businesswoman. Um, and just when, when someone's your mom, you see them as mom, you know, you don't see them as all these different things that they are. And so speaking with her and her validating that, like, I also have that hustle in me and everything. And I would just felt really lucky to be raised by someone who is so genuine and hardworking and bad, badass is the word to describe it. Um, and so, yeah, I think that put a lot in perspective and I felt lucky that that's who my mom is. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Miss Kravitz will be our CEO. Of authentically, oh God, (laughs) Um, okay. Theoretical question here: There has been a fire. Your house is burning down. Your family is safe. Your animals are out. What are you running back into the house to save? What's one item that you are grabbing? My ice roller. (laughs) You're shitting me. I can't. I can't with you. I shouldn't have said that. That was vulgar. Again, I won't be cussing much more. But that was the first thing that came to mind. I kid you not, I could not live without it. 
it helps me like if I'm stressed, I, that's the first thing I pick up. The first thing I start my mornings with every day, probably my ice roller in a journal. Yeah. Like, I, mm, I think the that journal. I need, I need to write to feel sane. Yeah. And I need my ice roller <laughs> to feel sane. I love it. I love it. What about you? What are you saving in the fire? Immediately, immediately I go to what's the most expensive item I can grab for like financial purposes. I'm, I'm grabbing my laptop and my hard drive. You're practical. Yeah. Got my work on there. I, yeah, it's, (laughs) that's what it is. There's nothing cute. It's not like a photo of me and my grandma, like love you, Graham. I'll get another print. Uh, I'm grabbing the laptop (laughs) and the phone. I don't know why I just always assume that those are already out. Yeah. No, they're not. Your family and your dogs and your animals. um, Let's hope that we're never in this situation though. I do hope. Yeah. Never. Um, Okay. I have another one for you. Okay. This is, this is like a perception one. What do you think is my go-to Starbucks drink? I love that. Um, I think you're more of a a blue bottle gal, but I would say (laughs) when you go to Starbucks, you are probably getting an iced vanilla latte with a something else that makes it not basic though. Iced vanilla latte is pretty damn basic. Yeah, it is. But for the right reasons, how great (laughs) are they? (laughs) Incredible. Oh man. Okay. Not to burst your bubble, but my Starbucks order... Americano, mm. Americano with mm. oat milk and some cinnamon powder to make it a little, woman. a little basic. Yeah. Um, I, I like would that. say for you, I was going to pick a caramel macchiato, like iced caramel macchiato. Never had one. Never Wouldn't had know one. what that's like. Yeah. Oh my God. That was like all the rage in like high school. Extra caramel. Just gas me up. I do like caramel. Yeah. <laughs> what is your uh, go-to Starbucks drink? A tall blonde roast, a little bit of cream and a stevia. It's, oh, we're just basic coffee girls. It, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nothing fun and, and foo-foo. I'm just like, let's get a little pep in my stab. Give me that caffeine. Need it. Yeah. Okay. Final one for you. A minute 30. The I'm countdown begins. We want to keep this tight and concise for y'all. Um, do you think, oh, this is going to be a hard one to answer. Do you, in a minute, I mean, do you think that it's becoming harder to make friends in this era with absolutely. technology? Absolutely. I okay. think that people are so disengaged. People are so distracted and people have kind of lost a sense of like what really matters. I mm-hmm. feel like with therapy and the whole like mental health crisis going on, I think people are getting back to those roots. But I think that we're still in this stage of like major disconnection and just- yeah. It's it's sad to me. I'll always remember that movie, Her, with Joaquin Phoenix. And yes, uh, falling in love and with the robot. That, but artificial. It was like the nuances of the background shots of like just everyone glued to their phone, getting off the subway. I will never forget that. I watched that in probably like 2015, and it was already like old in 2015. Yeah, and I was like watching it. Like I hope this is not what we're going towards, and like it is. Fully. But I think there's also now a pushback because you like hit the rock bottom and now people are like, oh, I'm a little uncomfortable and I'm lonely and sad. And like mental health is so important. I love that that's a movement. So now we're getting into 
the, the pushback of like, great, yeah. we have these technologies which have helped advance us in so many ways. And we can be so interconnected, like mentally, I guess, but not I'm in person. So many big terms. I'm geeking so out impressed. a little bit. I don't think, I don't even know if those words are actually words. You'll notice this about me. I like to like say things or Jesse use Bogan. words. People are like, what? That's like not a real word, Jesse. I'm like, okay, I'm trying. Jesse I'm learning as I go. But <laughs> yeah, I think people are kind of like, hmm social media, like it's meant to connect people, but it's kind of like a pseudo connect people. So how now do we take the benefits of that? You can use social media for the better and cherry pick that the benefit, but then also make sure you're establishing connection and having friends in real life and putting your phone down when you're in the coffee shop and smiling at a stranger and using the 20 year method and all of these other tools. So it's a good thing. We're we're pushing back and (laughs) we're going to take the best. We're raging against disengagement. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think think everyone needs to have boundaries with social media. Yeah. And it's different for every person. But yeah, I... Growing up with this kind of stuff, man, it's like the wild, wild west. And I literally feel like a guinea pig sometimes. I fear for the next, like the young kids that are growing up with this. I kind of escaped it. I, I... you know, Instagram became a thing when I was in high school. And so I did we go out and Valencia play with my filtering. friends. Yeah. What, wait, what did you say? I said we were Valencia filtering, posting our like weird wacky Wednesday outfits from high school. I literally could tell you it's archived now, thank God. But I posted a photo of Skippy's, the bar of, or sorry, the jar of peanut butter, Skippy. And it was like the natural with honey why but and why do I also remember this but it was like mm, the best snack was my caption on Instagram it was a jar a of peanut blogger I do use a food blogger but yeah like oh how it has evolved into a highlight reel and but I don't think that's a bad thing I think maybe we can talk about that on another podcast it's just like social media is a highlight reel and that's okay to highlight the good that's going on um, it's but a marketing tactic, I as think. long as you, yeah. And if you know that you're seeing other people's highlights and that they too are human and have bad days, that to me has unlocked a lot of goodness in social media and like, okay, I'm using this to see the best of my friends and the people in the world around me. But if I'm having a bad day, I shouldn't necessarily feel even worse about myself when I look on social media and see everyone else having a ball and having a great time because I am aware and I know that they're they're highlighting the good, but they also, being human, have bad days too. And that's yeah. been very freeing for my personal like social media habits. But I do think that's a topic for another Tips and tricks on how to stay sane in a social, in a digital world. Yeah. Coming to a podcast to a Spotify playlist near you. Near you. (laughs) I have one more. Okay. What do you think is your most defining characteristic? Um, defining characteristic. I Mm -hmm. think my friends and acquaintances would see me as someone who is... I'm going to say like fun, loving, bubbly, you know, extroverted in that lane. Hopefully it's a little bit more uh, deeper for my friends that know me. But in general, I think people on the streets and acquaintances in the workplace and whatnot see me as someone who's 
uh, a bubbly kind of kind of happy-go-lucky kind of gal. Yeah, you know, I definitely emote that like warm energy. You do too. What is yours? That's a great question. Um, I was gonna say my eyebrows because I feel like that's the <laughs> first thing that anyone ever looks at. Eyebrows or smile, honestly. Yeah, God that forbid is anything so happens good. to this face. I'm done for. I love that you said it. I I think eyebrows for sure. I mean, I've told you time and time again. God, your eyebrows are so good. So beautiful. You know, I, sometimes you get to choose your defining characteristic and sometimes your defining characteristic chooses you. And I <laughs> I went with the personality trait and you were like, eyebrows. <laughs> Virtual high five. Boom, boom, boom. It's so authentically it's basic. Really authentic redefining what it means to be basic. Listen, I, I think we had some basic ass answers up in here, but I also think yeah. that we had some 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 key tips. The rose and thorn of your week. Oh, I love this. I, I actually kind of stole it from a friend, Haley. I work with this gal and she's lovely. And she asked me that the other day, um, your rose and your thorn of the week. And I'm like, that's great. I'm going to use that. I think my rose was yesterday. I got brunch with my four girlfriends of forever. Mm. Um, and it's just like, good fun when all four of us can get together and splurge on a nice meal and just have a literal goofy day drinking out in the sun on a beautiful day in Santa Monica. Yeah. yeah. Like, Stunning God, day. It was gorgeous. After this crazy winter we've had. The rain never stops. Mm-hmm. I had to buy a treadmill because I can't go to Runyon enough because <laughs> of the rain. She's authentically basic, ladies She's and gentlemen. So basic. Mm. Um, I think my thorn was... I had a very exciting interview scheduled for Tuesday and it got canceled because the interviewer got COVID. So it was in person. That's exciting. No, it was was virtual, but. Oh, they're just, yeah. Makes sense. um, Kind of a bummer. And I'm hoping they reach out again soon. Yeah, they will. Was it for a job? Yeah. I can't wait to tell you. Yeah. Offline me. Um, What about you? Um, Rose. Definitely that Gwyneth Paltrow got her dollar dollar bill. Yeah, she won her uh, ski trial lawsuit. Yeah, a a symbolic $1. Um, So I cheers to that. Go Gwen, get a gal. Um, Goop and a goop. Um, And a thorn and a oop and a goop. My thorn is that I had a little insomnia one of these one night this week. So I didn't get much sleep. It was probably Wednesday night, but that happens from time to time. The brain it does. doesn't shut up, doesn't stop, but it's okay. That's a good thorn to have. If that's my thorn, oh, you're, I only you're doing five hours well. of sleep, whatever. Yeah. I think that about sums up all we had to say about, you know, social media friendships. Can, can they be real? Definitely. Yes. It's time to be real. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I think be persistent, reach mm-hmm. out to people that you resonate with the content that sparks your interest and establish a meaningful relationship and a connection and meet up with them. Do make time for them because that's yeah. how our relationship, Mackie and I's relationship has grown and evolved into something and know that good things take time. So keep persistent. all good things take time. And guys, I encourage you to try out 20 year friend this week, whether you I will go be. grab a coffee before work or running to get groceries in the morning, like just try it and see what happens. I, I can't wait to hear all the stories. I can't wait to hear what you come up with, Jesse. I know, there's going to be some good ones. I know it. I'm about to go to the farmer's market. We'll see. Hey, 20 year friend. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> well, more to come. So much more to come. We're going to be talking so much. We got a lot so of thoughts. Time.
We have a lot of thoughts. Okay. Guys, thank you so much for listening and we will catch you next time. Yes. (laughs) Oh God. Can I delete that? No. Okay. Thank you for your thoughts. Bye.